0: Hi and welcome back to Age Like... No, I've got that like weird underwater. <clears throat> we'll try again. <laughs> <clears throat> la, la, la. I never do voice warm ups. Do you do voice warm ups
1: for acting? Yeah, but not for this. Maybe we should start. <laughs> la, 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 la. What does What does How um, now, brown An- cow?
0: What does Anchorman say? It-
1: Euripides. 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 Euripides.
0: That's a great movie. All right, <clears throat> here we go. Three, two, one.
1: Is film like milk? Yes. it's got culture in it. And it's... Mm, damn it. leche, <laughs> Whole milk, skim milk, medium milk.
0: I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk Could me? Could you milk me? Hi, and welcome back to Age Like Milk, the podcast where we decide if a film has gone bad in the mind fridge of your mind. I am one of your hosts, Parasota Taylor, and joining me from under the Tuscan sun is my good friend, who probably needs to wear sunscreen if he's going to be out there... In the rays uh david william rogers
1: hello 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 as i sip my wine i don't think it's from italy but you know i maybe it's a also have bag. red
0: wine i might have to go and get some i did not get the memo that we were i drinking. think you should
1: it was very last second of me i was just like fuck it um movie about italy so because i'm not a real wine drinker but okay if, i think we should pause for one second I think you should go get some.
0: Okay, well, let's just keep rolling. But yes, I'll cut this through the <laughs> magic of music and life. Okay, one sec.
1: There we go. Age Like Milk podcast will be right back. A word from your sponsor. Or what David can see from his window. Chipotle. Lowe's. Panda Express. Tires and more. Buy three tires, get two free. What are you going to do with that fifth tire?
0: I don't know what he was saying, but I can hear some whispering <laughs> from the kitchen. I was like, is he talking to himself? Okay, this is a healthy pour, I think. this is. Oh,
1: yeah. Cheers.
0: Cheers. And mine is from California, and it came in a screw bottle, so you know it's good. Probably Love better that. than the Tuscany. Uh, anyway, what is the film we are doing, even though I said the title of it earlier? What's the film we are doing?
1: <laughs> the film we are doing today is Under the Tuscan Sun. 2003 directed by audrey wells and the writers are francis mays and audrey wells francis mays wrote i think it's a book or some poetry and we can discuss that it stars diane lane raul bova and sandra oh who i got some comments on this movie with her okay. and yeah uh kate walsh yeah who there was a little, you know, her and Sandra Oh did, a, what was it Grey's Anatomy, Grey's Anatomy. together? Yeah. So,
0: and actually, it's funny because Kate Walsh's character, I, it never explicitly is said, maybe it is, but she like checks her beeper and I'm like, oh, she's a medical professional, which she then goes on to play. She just,
1: she, that's maybe that's how she got the role in Grey's. Maybe. They're like, oh, wow, look at how she picked that pager up. Uh, okay. So yeah, this is a comedy, uh, well, it's a romance. Comedy drama is listed, yeah, and I got some questions about that. But um had you seen this
0: movie before? No, and as you may know from the title of this, there's no guest today. This is just a me and David, OG people talking about things. um And I chose it because you are going to Italy. In fact, this episode may come out whilst you are in Italy. Yeah. I get mixed up on our timelines, but I don't know. I, I had heard of it. I saw it pop up I think I was looking up like rom-coms as you may or may not know from listening to our podcast religiously I wrote a rom-com last year that was shot in February and it's a Christmas movie and it, in theory it will come out this year so I think like having been through the process of writing a rom-com I now have like a newfound respect for rom coms. so occasionally I'm just like ooh. um so 2003 yeah there's a lot of comments to be made about this you had never seen it
1: I had never seen this I've heard of this too. I feel like I've seen it back when people in the olden days used to watch TV and TV movies used to come on and there'd be commercials and you'd be flipping Mm -hmm. around. I feel like this is one of those that may have been on, you know, in the background for me, like a couple minutes just because of, you know, Diane Lane. I've had a crush on her for a little bit since she was in The Outsiders.
0: You did say that over text. Yeah. Um,
1: So I like vaguely remember this movie, but I had never seen it.
0: I definitely had... Heard the title of it, maybe the book, maybe the movie. Mm-hmm. I p- funny story. Side aside, as you know, David, my dad did a version of his own under the Tuscan sun, where he bought ten years ago, um, like a rundown farmhouse in the south of France, actually. And there's actually a couple in this movie that goes, that tries to buy the house that Diane Lane's character buys, and they're like, "Fuck it, let's go to Provence," which is kind of the region my dad's in, and. He, it was like a fucked up house that he then renovated and sold. And he's done now the second time with the Chateau. So that's a fun fact about me. So I, I was on the phone to him this morning and I was like, have you ever seen the film Under the Tuscan Sun? Because it's pretty much like an autobiography about <laughs> you. Um, but yes, no, I had never seen it. Whose turn is it to do? I, I believe this? it's
1: mine. Okay. We we have a couple of these banked so, so but I, I believe it's mine but i could just i'm gonna lock this up real quick lady gets lady is a writer she gets cheated on funny how she finds out well not funny uh kind of a creepy guy tells her and she's like screw it um i don't know what to do with my life she sells her house to the her ex-husband and his mistress which is also kind of effed up and sandra O oh and katie walsh Give her a plane ticket because now Sandra is pregnant. She goes to Italy. She gets like kind of a sign. She actually sees a sign for this villa. She goes in, buys it. Then she has this whole thing with like these um, couple people from Poland helping her to rebuild her house. She falls for a couple different people, I would say, in the movie. She kind of finds herself and just redoes her life after kind of like a tragic event that threw her down a A different path she had to like pick up the pieces and then she ends up writing a book at the end of it through experience of you know living in in Tuscany Mm -hmm. yeah make some friends make some new family it's kind of like um she willed it into existence she said she wanted to cook for people she ended up getting people and family and friends in a way to come to Italy to cook for she wanted Mm -hmm. there to be a wedding she was kind of speaking to herself but ended up you know one of the characters ended up getting married there so it's it's an interesting kind of movie the way it flows i do have some issues I'm going to I'm going to come out it. swinging I'm gonna yeah. come out swinging and say I <laughs> fucking
0: hated this movie. Thank you. Oh my god. So
1: I thought you were gonna watch. like this. I was no. telling. I was watching with my partner, and I'm like, this movie sucks. <laughs> Wait, did you did you force Libby to watch it? She was like, yeah, let's watch it. I've, She's always I've down watched... to watch movies with me, especially. And I've told her it's about Italy. Yeah. Um, well, and Scott like, yeah, Scott Paris. is not always down. Sometimes yeah. he
0: calls this my homework, even though we sometimes watch movies that I feel like you know he would love. I think there's a difference between like stumbling upon a movie or like deciding on a movie together. And then the difference between me being like, David and I have to watch this movie for the podcast. Um, So we watched it and he paused it at about 20 minutes and he's like, what the fuck? Because (laughs) this movie... So yeah, so I'm glad we're on the same page. My first issue with the film is that the time jumps are chaos. You have no... There's no like title card saying like okay cool we've jumped forward six months a year it's just all happening location no explanation yeah and it's like you're just trying to keep up with the film and guess and I guess I was reading that the book that this is based on is a little bit more meandering and it's kind of like got philosophy in it and it's like kind of all about like dust and thoughts and so I think the person who adapted it the director Audrey she Had to create a story out of basically nothing to make it work, and that's what I think happened.
1: True, but you're a writer, (laughs) I would have had a different take exactly. You could have taken the story and done it differently, and it could have moved better. So, not only to your point, is how it jumped around a lot, I didn't, I felt like the story was
0: very thin, very
1: thin, and it was kind of like. All over the place. It didn't keep my attention, which when the movies go on and the lights are dim, I'm in it for the most part. It's very hard for me to be like halfway through a movie be like, I do not like this. Yeah. I'm always like looking for something I can take from the Something this movie. redeeming. But, yeah, I know and, and like it just and kept going.
0: Typically you and I as well, like, and I'm so sorry if Diane is listening to this or anyone that was associated with the film, because I we both know how hard it is to make something. We both know that like every film that actually makes it to the screen is an achievement. But I'm sorry. This movie is a hard (laughs) no for me. And it sucks because I feel like so many people I know are like, oh, you know, it's like a nostalgic movie. And when you type it into Google, the results are overwhelmingly positive, like yeah. on all the pages, and I'm like, "Am I missing something?" Same,
1: I don't, I don't get it. I was like, "Was I in a bad mood?" And then you no. came out, and you're like, "No, the same for me." I was like, "Thank God." <laughs>
0: we were just like, we just kept <laughs> pausing it. We were laughing hysterically. Okay, another thing I would like to raise: as an immigrant to this country, to America, an immigrant who has lived in Canada, Asia, who you know has lots of friends and like, my dad lives in France, my mom lives in Thailand, like. You cannot just move to a new country on a whim. You don't just buy a house and go like, I live in Italy now. That's not how this works. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah, America.
1: I don't know. I guess <laughs> for her, it was. It's, and and I, then
0: and then Sandra O oh being like, I'm going to have my baby here. And Scott was pausing it. That being was like, wild. What the fuck? Like, she doesn't have medical. Prof- First of all, she's flying when she's three months, which yeah. is insane. More, more than or, two no, months. No, sorry. Th- third trimester, yeah, I am Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, I'm going to have my baby here. Like, they actively discourage that because and that's what an anger Does she
1: is. even say directly? She's, they start talking about hospitals.
0: She goes, and, what's the hospital situation around yeah, here?
1: But that's what I'm saying. It's not like, hey, my girlfriend, my life partner left me. She doesn't want to be a mom. So I'm stuck with this kid. Or not stuck with, you know.
0: Yeah, she kind of – yeah, it's very subtle.
1: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. She's like, oh, there's a good hospital. We'll go to this town. And are you kidding me? Like, blah, 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 blah. It's just – You have – There's most, a lot of those lines that were kind of like, wait, what are they doing or what are they talking right. about?
0: Most countries – this is so funny to me because I really think this movie – This is why I asked my dad if he'd seen it. I think this movie is responsible for a lot of women in America's, like, dream of, like, just moving to Italy or whatever. Like, this romantic idea. I can... (laughs) Oh, my God. The scene where she goes to buy the house and she goes to, like, the administration offices and she's like, don't you want to do, like, a credit check and stuff like that? I told my dad about that and it was, like, a 30-second scene and the hot woman behind the desk is like, you're good. What are you going to do? Steal a house? Steal a house, yeah. I was there when my dad... I think they'd had the house for, like, a few months, maybe a year. And they were still going through paperwork. And I remember going to, like, the gendarmerie or, like, some fucking administration offices. And, like, in European countries, it's so much paperwork, especially if you're a foreigner, to buy a property. Like, it's not easy. Um, So, yeah, I was just laughing. But you get 90 days if you're a foreigner. To most countries. You can go to a lot of countries, no visa for 90 days. And I... watching this movie and it reminded me of when I went to Amsterdam for the first time and there was this American girl in front of me in line and I'm exhausted I think I flew from like Toronto and the guy I could hear the guy behind like the immigration desk and he goes like oh how long are you planning on staying and this American girl who I'm sure the concept never crossed her mind that you can't just go to other countries for as long as you want (laughs) she was like I don't know, maybe like six months. I'm just going like to like kind of look around. And the guy was like, ma'am, like you have no visa. And I was like, this is the movie that's responsible for that. Yeah. Life. Partly. You can't
1: just do that. As Eat, Pray, Love like this?
0: Eat, Pray, Love is more, we'll have to watch it just for fun. Okay. But it's, yeah. no, I mean, she talks, she's, she moves from place to place. I feel like yeah. that movie, or I guess I read the book, like doesn't, just assume that you know that they're
1: going for <laughs> you can months just live there. A time. Now, there are some towns, um, and Libby, my partner, showed me this a few weeks ago, in Sicily, I believe, that these towns, no one lives yeah. there anymore. And mm-hmm. I kind of read the article. It's because a lot of um, older people that were passing away. We're trying to leave these properties to someone in their family. People in their family don't want to take care of them because they don't want to live in these towns. And right? the, ta- so these-
0: the taxes, like you have to pay taxes yep. and stuff. And yep. so these
1: towns are like deserted. So they're offering people like a like dollar to buy, but you have to renovate, upkeep, build this back up to like the standards. And they want to like revitalize totally. these towns and these communities. I get all that. But yeah, for her to just jump off a bus, <laughs> walk into a house say, hey, jump into a bidding war <laughs> with a couple. And she's like, no, nope, this is it. This is what I'm doing now. This is mine.
0: It's like, are you having a mental breakdown? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's true. No, the thing that you say about like the towns, I think we've all been served the same Instagram, probably because mm-hmm. like our friendship group, we travel and like it pops up and it sounds idyllic. But again, I was talking to my dad this morning and his friend that lives up the road from where he is in France, I guess he's a French guy. He's married to a British woman. And He inherited the family home in one of these like falling downtowns, fair enough, in France. But the house, they've tried to sell it for 20,000 euros. They can't even get that. It's a massive property because it's so in disrepair. And I think he was saying it's costing them like $80,000 a year in taxes and stuff. Just
1: to carry it.
0: Right. Because in certain, like France, for example... When we went to visit my dad the last time, Scott and I always look in the window, similar to this woman, you know, you daydream, 12 12 bedroom mansion in the sort of region where my dad lives for like 1.2 million euro, which in LA is a one bedroom apartment, if you're lucky, right? And we're like, oh my God, should we do it? And then my stepmom was like, they tax you per room. So this is an eight bedroom property you pay. And she broke it down for me. And first of all, I was like, okay, well you don't tell me how to live my life like you're my (laughs) real mom. But then secondly, I was like, this is why those deals, they seem too good to be true because Mm -hmm. they are. But then, you know, my dad was saying there was this one group of friends that he heard about that bought like a whole town, maybe in France or Italy or Spain, one of the like derelict places, and it had a post office. And they like, it's kind of like yours and my dream of like starting a commune with all our friends. But can you imagine the process of buying one of these old places, like, act like what job do you have? You have to be fully remote, yeah, and- yep, yep, and be making like
1: good US dollars. I mean, just to do it in the states to move from if we wanted to move to say Utah, or Colorado, and we'd have to be fully remote to be able to do that or find a same, similar paying job, right? Or better, which you're job.
0: not like in the rural Italy that you're seeing exactly. these houses, like, you're not going to find and then time
1: know- difference to work your job it's yeah i mean she's a she's a writer um True. and she had some money from selling the house which it was kind of interesting the way that lawyer was putting it she got cheated on and then she had to sell her house they to were get some all, money yeah, a lot of moments that they didn't really explore. yeah either. they're like oh viewers don't worry about it just keep moving forward because the, uh, the
0: exciting part of this movie is the hot italian man i think it's really it does play into this fantasy that a lot of women Not just to call out women, but people that are like stuck in their lives and it's like everything goes wrong. Of course, this is escapism. You're like, Mm -hmm. oh, fuck it. I'll just move to this beautiful town and have sex with a hot man.
1: (laughs) So do you think this movie didn't work for you and I? But if this is a guy, do you think it's still got the same like... Positive reviews. If it's a guy lead, that's uh, like I'm gonna go to Italy and try to bang Italian chicks because I got cheated on. We did have forgetting Sarah Marshall, which is hilarious. Yeah, that's and kind of like similar. A, yeah, right? I don't.
0: I think this was targeted to women. I think mm. I'm not saying that men probably don't watch this. I mean i I only have two men to reference it from, and both of you hated it so much. <laughs> so i I, think, I
1: didn't want to hate it i just got to say that right like no I was like, n- oh, no you know hopefully i'll see see some places where libby and i are gonna go and you that know that still
0: won't redeem this film <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just but they didn't know. really show
1: that much anyways
0: <laughs> it might right? redeem the areas that you're in because right now you're like fuck that guy in positano that like lives above a shop and fucks her brains out and then yeah. oh he couldn't wait five minutes while she was in the forest like how long was he waiting there's a lot of we're <laughs> jumping around but this movie Just is like pure, the movie was. Right. Pure escapism. I get its appeal at the time, 2003. It's, it's, you know, brothers and sisters films in that time period. Like, look at the things they have, like what women want. It's a very specific sort of humor. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, she fell down the hill and has mud all over her pants and she looks like shit and yeah. a bird shit on her and an owl. What was going on with the storm scene? Can we talk about that? The lightning hits the washing machine and like lifts it up in the air and we were like no that would, no, <laughs> that would never happen
1: at her place yeah at the villa yeah i don't know There's, scott was like that- scott was
0: like is this the part where the film becomes a supernatural like are they about <laughs> to introduce some other element because that might redeem it And you would have
1: like, got me if they did take it that way but man okay <laughs> another line that i verbally it was like are you fucking kidding me so i think it was the guy that the the real estate agent right mm-hmm. he's Who like i a was care. like are they gonna fuck yeah like, what's and going they on don't because out of nowhere he says he's married but then she's crying and he's like please do not be so sad or i will have to make love to you yes that was fucked what up. the fuck are you talking about well she's obviously clearly... that's
0: exactly how italian men <laughs> act all the time
1: <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying like this is either Like dead on, which is kind of fucked up, or a horrible stereotype. Horrible stereotype portraying a woman is sobbing, and you're like, "Please, I will have to make, I will have to make love to you with my magical penis, my (laughs) magical Italian
0: penis." You do not
1: stop your crying. By the way, I'm married with kids. Yeah, but I just really lines out. To my let me, clients.
0: Let me climb in this fountain and rescue this drunk British woman yeah. that we all think is eccentric as fuck and is <laughs> banging all the 20-year-olds that come through town. That's why she buys the apartment. This, like, this older like British woman is like, you're so boring. And then mm. she tells this insane story of how she met Felipe. Who is it? Which director is it? I looked it up. It's like, oh, what did she call him? Uh, it's He's like one of the most famous Italian directors. I'm going to look it up right now. Um, and this is uh
1: kath Mm katherine the older british lady
0: and he she oh fellini and she's like he changed my life at 16 he came up to me and was like you're exquisite and i'm like is this a pedophile situation (laughs) like yeah frederico fellini she kept calling him fifi and he was like her guru and i'm like the fuck is going on yeah, this eccentric what? british woman is like you're boring so then you take a leap and go to positano and buy a house and do all these things like are you are you okay she's not spoiler alert. She's,
1: yeah the uh a redeeming quality um i thought sandra O oh was Great. Uh, she crushed all her scenes solid she she worked with what she had but even like all the emotion she had inside of her when it wasn't like she wasn't talking and saying her line. She was in it. I thought she this is oh, why, acted this is everybody why she, in this movie.
0: Hell yeah. This is why she's, you know, got all the awards that she has mm-hmm. because she's not afraid to go there as an actor, yeah. I think.
1: Yeah. She was, she was actually living in it.
0: And she must've been quite young in this film. She looks very young. Yeah,
1: she does. But she was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But yeah. man, oh man.
0: This movie was, <laughs> I, I don't feel like we've ever been this critical of like a rom-com because we're like, oh, whatever it, it is, what it is. That but. was
1: going to be my other question to you. Is this a comedy? I was reading that she was talking to uh, the writer and Diane Lane was like, yeah, to Audrey Wells. I just don't see the comedy in it. And Audrey Wells was like, well, you got to step back. It's the tragedy. That's the comedy. I don't think it played that well as as a rom-com. Like I was like, no, she's going through it. Like it was like dead air to me most of the Mm. time Mm. when it was supposed to be like, okay, funny situations. It just was odd to me. Maybe that's
0: the problem with it. Maybe that's where the confusion's coming in because it's like, it's not hitting the mark as a romantic movie because every man, the guy she, okay, spoiler alert, skip this part. (laughs) The man who like comes in and sweeps her off her feet, we meet him for three seconds at the end and he's American Yeah and he's boring to look at and then what is his personality his character attributes are in the final scene i'm putting down some food and i'm wearing a turtleneck okay i don't know one my job is turtleneck i don't know you <laughs> and i've spent 2 hours <laughs> seeing the trials and tribulations of this woman and that's the resolution
1: really and the only thing i can compare it to is from in please correct me if i'm wrong from the writer's perspective, she started with the guy who Diane Lane gave a bad review to another writer. And that guy's the one that told her that her husband's cheating. And then at the end you get another guy who Diane Lane gave a bad review to. And then she ends up with.
0: Yeah. Great but still symmetry, by the way, <laughs> Just, let's talk about the guy that blows up her life for one second, because it's very fucked up what he says. He says, he says, you and by the way she's so nice about it he's like yeah you reviewed one of my books and she's like oh i'd hope i wasn't too harsh and he's really about heard about it and this has mm. been years and he's like actually you said it was like something about like an infantilization of teens, something something which is interesting because i recently ran into your husband and maybe you should ask him about it. it was like so i'm immediately like is her husband a pedophile like is he <laughs> dating like a 17 year old and then when she sells the house to him he says something about being near good schools, and I'm like, "What the fuck is happening?" But I think they meant universities. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. The whole it thing was, was odd. It was odd. It just, uh, it wasn't moving for me. It was just off-putting in multiple spots. It was weird. The what about the what about, pol- the, what the, about Polish- the slightly
0: religious overtones where she's like looking into the Mother Mary's eyes. There's like a Mother Mary kind of. I don't know, painting thing on the bed frame. On the bed, And yeah. she's like, look, the bed that she does not change. It's this old woman who's been living there for years and she just sleeps right in the bed. I would be burning that mattress.
1: But then they're talking about it and they're going like, you can see her throughout the city. And then they pause on this woman who's got huge tits and just a, a little necklace of it. And they just sit on her chest with for, the necklace. three seconds, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah.
0: And then the yeah, there's just this like religious overtone to it, which I get that Italy is like quite religious y like typically, but the Mother Mary thing just didn't play for me. And then can we talk about the tap in the house? There's a tap Yes, I was in,
1: confused about that. I don't know in what the it signified.
0: Room, and it doesn't work. It's in the living room, like fully in the... Oh, no, sorry, in the kitchen, maybe. But it's like, there's no grate. So I'm like, where is this water going? Out on the floor and then out the door? Maybe this is an Italian thing, and I don't know, and I'm naive as fuck. All through the movie, doesn't work, doesn't work, doesn't work. At the end, it starts to get a little drippy, and then it suddenly works. And I was like, is it like she's unblocked? Because this this symbolism is not working for me. Yeah,
1: that's... I was racking my brain. I was like, she's... Same kind of. I didn't think unblocked, but yeah, she's like let let things go and can flow now. And her, they show her in the kitchen, and the floor is all wet, and the things rushing. But I feel like this movie had eight different people <laughs> writing and pointing. Let's go this way. Let's go this way. And that's how it felt. The executives it. were
0: just like in Italy, yeah, wasted. <laughs> like, you know what we should do? Close up on this tap.
1: Yeah. That uh,
0: signifies her freedom.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that sounds good. Let's do that. Let's throw that in.
0: Open another bottle, Jim Bob. <laughs> Excellent
1: note. The Polish house uh, uh, carpenters also, completely
0: the- not cohesive. And I was trying to guess. I'm like, she's going to end up with one of these guys. No, wrong.
1: No, not at all. The weird one that never spoke and just cried shaking the whole time when
0: she <laughs> touched him. Like this guy's a serial killer. That's- <laughs> This guy's climbing into her room at night, smelling her hairbrush and just like licking it and crying.
1: (laughs) Oh my God this is like what are you doing why is this character in this movie and why is he so the young
0: one at one point I was like is she gonna fuck all three of these Polish (laughs) guys because she had like a cerebral thing with the one that was like a poet and then the young guy and he's got the glasses and the hat and the suit do you think it was like do you think the executives were like oh my god it represents like the three muses like sight sound or like you know passion
1: I'm like, she's yearning gonna, desire she's
0: gonna get spit roasted by two of these guys <laughs> yeah. and i hope it's not the 17 year old looking one because that's not this is not stella oh, got her group back this is not eat pray love this are you un- did you yeah.
1: say spit roasting is that like eiffel towering
0: is that where there's one on either side yeah yeah yeah, yeah. is that too inappropriate for this podcast i don't, no, think, I don't right.
1: think so oh not for this movie yeah <laughs> Not for this movie,
0: where every single person, you're like, is she going to fuck this
1: guy? And then
0: Scott, all through the movie, no, she's going to fuck the British lady. There's something going on between them. I'm like, I don't think this is going in that direction. But like, it was so impossible to tell who she had chemistry with, because she had such weird chemistry with all of them.
1: Yeah, it was very awkward. And then the Positano
0: man, can we talk about Marcello? So she goes to Rome at one point. She's literally chased through the streets by three italian men which i feel like is such a stereotype they're so aggressively chasing me and which was awkward
1: because i thought they knew her from somewhere that's how they were reacting like she was famous but they were literally just just harassing her. it's like a fucked up mentos commercial
0: yeah and so she (laughs) grabs the arm of this one guy and he's like Let me take you to my uncle's antique store. It's three hours away, but one hour if I drive fast. And she says, okay, and gets in the car with this complete stranger to Positano, which I think you're going to Positano, right? Yeah. So beautiful. I went only went as a kid, but I remember it being, like, just my mom's favorite place. Probably because of this movie. Fuck, I should ask her about it. (laughs) And then... She gets her brains fucked out by this one guy, and then they can't like meet up for months. Here's where the time jump makes no sense. And then she shows up and he's fucking someone else. And he's like, wasn't it a beautiful love affair? And you're like, okay, so the point of this movie is not that she's with this guy? Like, what's.
1: Then who going is on? it? Yeah. And then it goes back to, okay, she asked for these things, which her real estate agent was telling her, like, here, pr- well, another thing on the religious aspect, you said, pray to the saint of food or something like that which he gave her and then she ended up, she got Sandra O oh, and then she was cooking for the um, carpenters that she was working with and it, yeah, it just it Including was so the one that
0: was like fucking his girlfriend in her bed. I was like this place presumably has <laughs> numerous rooms. Why is he fucking his, that's the younger Polish guy who she helps end up convincing the one guy's dad to like marry and da, da, da. I'm like Never in my horniest teenage years <laughs> would I fuck my boyfriend on my boss's bed. That would be so just dis- closet, yeah. garden. She's got yeah. so much area, Anywhere.
1: but no. Oh, my God. Um, did you see? So the actual, the writer, right, who wrote the book, mm. she actually moved and bought this villa with her husband.
0: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It wasn't so. But like that's, I guess, a more boring aspect. movie. Yeah, A little is. bit
0: less. A little less aspirational,
1: <laughs> I said she was twenty four when she did it, so good on her
0: good on her look i I am a big fan of making big life changes, and I think you know if you wanna do that, do it, but also just be aware that like you have to get a visa, and also um yeah, every single character is gonna try to fuck you, apparently for no reason, <laughs> and everyone's gross and creepy, like the British lady with her like twinkie little boys i was like um what's happening here
1: yeah paint me it was this is an odd movie very odd
0: is it supposed to be like oh they were european it's like okay
1: still the way the camera didn't catch it because it wasn't charming endearing right it was just it was weird
0: and it's like they could have easily made this just a beautiful you know like italy's a beautiful country as you will Sooner. i would
1: rather have had that than oh. trying to force some comedy which didn't land for me don't make the guys creepy make right, it, like
0: why couldn't it be about her journey versus like yeah it, it's just like kind she, of finding
1: herself and she you own, can weave
0: her main character only got activated when somebody was there like there were a couple scenes where she was like i'm a strong independent woman like and she's fixing stuff but really it felt like the writer slash the filmmaker was she was only interesting or like the plot only moved when somebody else was like paying attention to her, whether it was a man or her friend showing up. Like honestly, Sandra O's character was more interesting and she was on screen for like 12 minutes.
1: Even the old guy that kept planting the flowers. She kept looking for his approval and then got it at the end. And she was not approval, but like just a wave and she got upset every time didn't get a wave. And then finally leave the fucking guy alone.
0: Right, main character singer much. <laughs> like, he doesn't want to talk to you. Yeah.
1: Oh my god. This, yeah. The more it's we talk about it, the more
0: American entitlement. I'm so sorry, but it is layering. So like, I'm going to Italy, and I'm going to go on this journey, and literally everyone in this town is like, "We've already got a crazy foreigner." I'm sorry. <laughs> she climbs in the fountains. Every we night barely we, can't we get barely her. tolerate her, but she's really rich. Like, sorry. Now this movie. I feel like this is going to be divisive. I'm very curious to see if we get any comments, but this movie like legitimately is probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. (laughs) That's a big claim. It
1: was a, that is a big claim. We watch a lot of movies and you've seen a lot of movies. So saying, but it's the worst,
0: it's the worst because it's like, you know, I might not like horror films or I might not like, you know, certain themes in movies, but at least if they've got something to say and they say it with their full chest, Mm -hmm. amazing. What was this movie saying, David, what was the point?
1: Couldn't tell you that that you can go on vacation if you have a life event. Oh my
0: god! Another scene. Sorry to jump around. So it's it's in the beginning. So you said this, but she gets this ticket to Italy, but it's actually like this gay tour group, and Mm -hmm. she's like the only straight person, only single person there. It's like a couples tour thing, and she's in this town, and this guy's like, "Will you write a? You're a writer. Write a postcard to my mom," and she writes this insane letter that's like it's like something about the bells ding-donging and then the something so it's very like flowery unartistic and the guy look and she signs it Rodney and then Rodney's like this is I couldn't she's gonna know my mom's gonna know it's not me and Scott was so confused at first because he did not recognize this guy because it was never like properly shown to us that she knew him he's like what a fucking dick he just asked this random stranger (laughs) to write her a postcard and then you see him on the bus next
1: to her and you're like okay they
0: knew each other but it's the dumbest like what is the point of it to show yeah. that she's a writer did
1: they know each other they just met just the on bus the bus yeah, yeah you know what i mean like yeah there's a lot of scenes like they were just forced in here i felt like and what to show that she's still writing they show that postcard in multiple scenes moving forward just the other half of it with the uh dandelion on it, or the sunflower on it but Nothing. Okay. And then she, there's a couple scenes of her writing and then, Oh, nope, I finished at the end. You know what I mean? It, this, this movie was have, tough. It was tough she, to get through. I thought to tell, I was halfway through it. I'm like, tell Libby we can watch something else. <laughs> and I'm Like we can, we can watch something else if you want. I said it in my head multiple times, but I was like, ah, she seems kind of into it and she was sticking up for it okay Normally, so she didn't she
0: didn't hate it. well
1: just like because i was verbally saying things throughout it like how oh, so ridiculous was it was yeah it was- and she was like it's just a movie babe you know it's like she's just on vacation like doing her thing i'm like okay this is
0: no i yeah. had to put the subtitles on also no offense to whoever did the sound the sound mixing i don't know what's going on whether it was amazon or what because that's where i watched it um i could fucking barely understand there was just the sound levels were just off or something and maybe yeah. it was the different accents. So once I put the subtitles on, I let Scott just narrate his displeasure through it. But I was like, <laughs> he was the same way. He was just like commenting and making jokes. And I was like, if you don't pay attention to this movie, you miss like one very subtle thing. And now we're like five years in the future and I need to like focus <laughs> on what's going on.
1: I said that too, to Libby cause I don't, she didn't catch it. Like when I told her, I'm like, Oh, we're watching this like Paris recommended it halfway through the movie. She's like, oh, this is for the podcast. I'm like, yeah, so I was saying uh, Paris recommended it. So and she said, you know, because we're going to Italy, this would be a good one. She's like, oh, OK. I'm like, yeah, so I got to pay attention. But I was also I laughing. literally
0: went to Google and was like Italy movies. I was kind of hoping <laughs> that we would find like an old movie, you know, a la The great escape, which was a mm-hmm. great, you know, it takes place overseas. 2003 I was like okay that's 20 years ago and boy oh boy wow <laughs> how storytelling has come along yes in 20
1: years oh. it's just I gotta look it up quick do you, are you familiar at all with Audrey Wells
0: uh no but I, I read an article that said like the first film she did was this movie called Guinevere or Genevieve or something and it was like this sharp okay. spiky thing I bet you what happened knowing as we do what happens in the business that they were like oh my god we've got this hot IP you know this book sold a lot of copies and she's like a young filmmaker that's maybe had like one successful art film and then she does this and it's fucking terrible.
1: She's only directed yeah that and this movie she's got 11 credits writing but
0: it probably killed her career as a director.
1: Yeah, this is this is tough. And I, I mean I want to give her some credit too because it's probably harder to shoot internationally. But this movie was all over the place.
0: Mm, what else has she written?
1: Anything that we uh... uh yeah, she George of the Jungle, she did the screenplay of the oh, truth about well, cats and dogs.
0: George of the Jungle is they have they go to the movies and that's playing in the movie theater. Did you notice? Yeah.
1: Yep. When he's on the log. Mm-hmm. Uh the movie The Hate You Give, that was twenty eighteen. She did the screenplay. Um, and then something twenty twenty over the moon was her most recent or recent she wrote on modern love the t v series great show one, one episode Audrey,
0: Audrey, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry, I don't hate you personally. I just think this film is not yeah, coherent. It did not work.
1: the game plan with dwayne the rock Johnson in uh oh seven
0: okay so she worked she's she's a writer she does yeah. things that's so unfair as well because I feel like women directors tend to be held like higher to a higher standard like Robert Zemeckis made like three terrible movies before he made Romancing the Stone which like
1: ultimately changed his career so yeah you gotta you gotta learn you gotta be molded by the fire of just getting out there and making some mistakes or not even mistakes you know some people pop off their first couple but just for me it just didn't speak to me I didn't catch most of it it, what it was trying to portray or get across to me. I don't think I this couldn't... would of
0: crossed like the Beckdale test. I'm pretty sure it doesn't pass yeah. that. Um, no people of color. Well, Sandra O oh yeah, is a Sandra. minority, um, but it just portrays everybody like kind of shit, like Italian men as like this hyper s- sort of caricature version of what they are. Yeah. Um, the women are all kind of a bit meh and i mean the only redeeming thing is that it took place in italy and it looked beautiful in some parts and and i never have to watch it again <laughs> so that's good i can cross that yeah. one off the list
1: forever listen we are like at one creeping up on 120 and that's mm. just movies for this podcast so it's going to happen yeah right um or we're gonna not like, not like i'm something. glad
0: we didn't force a guest to watch this movie yeah
1: i mean that might have been funnier too yeah. to have that conversation but i mean i think we pretty much sifted out everything
0: get an italian person that we know to come on to yeah, yeah. To, um to, was there anything else that really stood out to you any final thoughts
1: um not really honestly i don't want to I'm not trying to be overly negative but it was more interesting for me to read about the lady who actually went over there Frances mays and mm. more about that backstory or just the interview that diane uh lane had with vulture magazine about talking about this movie than all of the time i spent watching this movie mm. so and diane was
0: beautiful <laughs> in this film yes she is she was married to Josh Brolin. I did
1: not know that. so I didn't know that either. Do they have mm-hmm. kids together?
0: No kids. I think she had kids with Christopher Lambert, who was like the other actor. And her daughter is also with him as an actor. So that's cool. But yeah, Josh Brolin. Um, that's okay. fun. Yeah. It says, I Googled like, who is Diane Lane with now? And it said she was single, but I hope she's out there. Maybe she returned to Italy and found uh, her real life Marcello yeah or well, the real estate Let's, agent's wife died or something and
1: i'm all for it if you know do your thing go and she, travel she go said, see the world
0: she said there would never be a sequel i guess she was asked about it in 2020 in an article and she was like
1: no probably not i mean this stands on its own thank you I,
0: I would watch like a you know, first wives retelling with this with like maybe Diane Keaton comes over and is like a character or, you know, Sandra O oh and her daughter, who's like now 20, you know, something, something. It's not Mamma Mia. We don't need yeah. that.
1: So you're you know. saying Diane Keaton, like, uh, what do you mean for his wives like that? Where the four of them are? Yeah. Just like, Sally it would be, Fields it would be cool to too, have right? like
0: a, a revision, you know, like the middle age, like the 60 year old women coming out and like, cause in this and one, Jane she's Fonda. yeah,
1: but that would be funny.
0: Right, which this movie was <laughs> not, we've established. <laughs> Got it. All right, yeah. well, it is getting to that time in the podcast. Yes. since We're keeping it short and sweet because there's not a lot to say because we both didn't fully love this movie. <laughs> um, is there someone you would like to give a shout-out to in the cast yes, or crew? Yes,
1: I do. Um, I'm going to give a shout-out to Daniela Berardi. And she was the one. She's additional crew and she was cashing the checks she was on she was helping out on payroll so we need that got to pay people cast crew all that stuff so i took this opportunity because i didn't particularly like this movie to pick some random job right that someone in um, the office that still needs to be done key job of course exactly um to to make sure everything is streamlined and everybody's getting paid correctly and they're not going like budgets are a big thing with movies um so yeah that's i wanted to give somebody you know a little shout out there so Daniela, we see you and we appreciate you
0: we see you and we appreciate you um our number one fan my brother just texted me that he's listening to one of our episodes and he's laughing really hard so that's sweet so yeah, sh- that. hello kipling if you are listening to this what um okay well i i there is one animator in the animation department credited. His name is Gary Herbert. Um, so we share one of my last names. And I think that's super random that there was an animated person in here. And I'm trying to think of
1: like, I oh, think maybe I know the it lightning. Is.
0: The lightning?
1: Okay. Well, that's different When I thought. What were you thinking? When she opens up a cookbook, the three boxes of books get delivered to mm, her Italy she finds villa. A- and there's a cookbook and there's a Polaroid of her and her ex-husband huh. and it's, and it starts to move Yeah. and he like just kisses her on Harry the cheek. Yeah. That's, that's besides Sandra, oh, that's probably the one o- only thing I liked that they never showed that guy's face. Or, yeah. It's, like, he's like
0: it. a, he's like a gray figure of like a yeah. class, but we never get to know him. I don't yeah. know. Maybe that's it. That definitely could have been it. I mean, I was just like, when I think animation, I think like Bambi. So I was like, mm-hmm. what in the fuck? But anyway. Gary Herbert, he um, did the titles. Oh, maybe he did the titles and they didn't specify But he worked on the Spiderwick Chronicles, um, Underdog, Dragon Wars, D-War, uh, American Dreams, The Call of the Wild, The Illusionist. And these were all for animator, um, like, title animations. And then it also said he directed a couple things. Thursday Speaker and, yeah... I just don't really know how that fits in with this movie. But whatever. It takes a village. So, Gary Herbert, we see you and we appreciate you.
1: See you and we appreciate you.
0: All right, David. I think we know the answer. But <laughs> did this film remain fresh or did it age like You want me to go first? You? I you, I can go first if you yeah, want. Yeah, hit it. This milk is not <laughs> fresh. This milk was poured into the fountain that the crazy British lady danced in and then re-bottled and then a bird shit in it. And then she sent it on a tour across Italy where it fucked a bunch of guys. And then it came back to the house <laughs> and then she opened it and, um, yeah, it got married to this local girl and it everybody lived happily ever after. Not fresh. This I'm so sorry, Audrey and Diane and Sandra and everyone that worked in this film. It's cool that all these like foreign actors got like this big break and I'm sure this movie is like so important to some people, but I just did not like it. I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. I wanted to like it. Yeah. I was yeah. excited to watch it because I was like, oh my God, maybe this like cute little gem. I've heard it referenced a million times. It's 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 a no for me, Dog.
1: Uh, this is this reminds me to like all listeners, and you've probably experienced this before, but like when you and your friend are like doing something, you're at something live, or you're witnessing somebody do something, and you're trying to be nice in person, and then you and your friend meet up a little later, and you're like, that was hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was bad. So, I mean, I'm going to say this movie aids like the olive that she Diane ate the Lane ate off the tree. This is some some uh not ripe olive milk (laughs) this Mm, is delicious yeah mm, goody goody and it just from the first sip it's not good it's just not good and i kept drinking it and it was still bad because everybody else likes it and
0: you're like maybe it's just Mm me
1: yep exactly how i felt and and as soon as you said that i was like that is why we are such good friends because you feel similar if you had been like
0: i love it i would have been like am i crazy because i respect your taste as well yeah but he doesn't know everything you know he i mean but he probably thinks i don't know anything like i'm a huge fan of love violent uk which is like literally garbage for your mind
1: i thought Um, i was hating on um like not i don't want to say chick flicks but like a a woman film You know what I mean? Like a strong, empowering film about women. And I was like, "Do I hate? Do I hate women somehow because I don't like this movie?" And I was like, "No, that's not true. I like a lot of powerful women in movies." And you liked
0: Barbie, and you know,
1: oh, I love Barbie. That was fantastic.
0: You know, we've watched you. You have a great appreciation, I think, for the two thousands, you know, chick flicks that I grew up watching. Mm -hmm. But not this. Yeah, this just didn't do it for me. Okay, cool. Well, let's never watch it ever. Again. <laughs> if you want to watch it, if you want to hate watch it, so that you can like listen to this podcast and then go find it, um, yeah. and see if we're exaggerating. Feel I would free. say I have
1: a few drinks first. Um, to that food. way you can make fun of it. And by the way, we we love we, lo- we welcome a,
0: a discussion. We you know write it on the Instagram, tweet about it, fucking email us about it. Like we are happy to hear you out but as it stands absolutely not no yeah this it made just... me hate everything <laughs> olives limoncello italy <laughs> I was like just this is just tr- like
1: it didn't know for me we talk about americans it know like, what it was off. trying to be yeah, yeah i just it was too 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 much in way too opposite directions
0: fuck no straight up yeah Anyway, that's the podcast. <laughs> David, <laughs> um, I hope you have the best time in Italy. I hope that this is Thank not you your so experience much. and that you don't buy some random house side on scene. <laughs> um, and then I have to like do an intervention because I'm like, what yeah, is going you're on? you have to
1: fly over and save me.
0: And be like, guys, this house is sh- terrible. No. <laughs> anyway, that's the podcast. But we got it for a
1: dollar. Yeah.
0: That you paid... 89 cents too many for what's going on um but anyways (laughs) that's the podcast david thanks for allowing me to choose horrendous movies i think you get like a pass now um but you should just go ahead and check your fridge
1: and make sure that milk ain't spoiled
0: gross milk is buying a house that you've never seen before because you saw it one time in a window (laughs) and then you ran and buy it on a bus he said you know what this is my life now and that's that's the episode (laughs) we'll catch you on the next one (laughs) bye